Backtalk is an extension of the long-running, award-winning movie review show, It's Movie Time, which airs Fridays at 4.01 and 8.01 p.m. on WCBE 90.5 FM Columbus, Ohio. Hosted by John DeSando, this podcast version features additional content and bantering with guests. And I'm John DeSando. And I'm Mindy McFan. And this is Backtalk. Mindy. Yes. We're going far afield here. Mm-hmm. Usually we pick something that's coming up in the cinema, try to be really current, and now we've selected something that's from Poland. I've seen some very good Polish films. This is straight off the net. Yep. Netflix. Yep. And it's called Forgotten Love. I said, who is my most romantic critic? (laughs) (laughs) Who would would do justice? That's fair. That's fair. I really like this film, but tell tell our audience what it's about. Well, I love European movies for this reason. (laughs) It's so pretty. The cinematography is just pretty and gentle and lovely. And it's about a doctor, a very, very good doctor surgeon he gets in an accident gets robbed and he gets a brain injury and he can't remember anything and he disappears yep and And in the process of disappearing just before this happens he his wife and child his wife runs off with his child so he's having a bad time anyway this is a bad day for him it's just bad he is is poland's top Surgeon, and particularly craniology or whatever you cutting want to call edge. it, yeah, cutting yes. edge. A, a great actor who has obviously been in other Polish films. It called uh, Lesek Likota, I think. Yes. I'm just going to try to do that way. But a, a very fine figure mm-hmm. of a man. He, he stands above everybody else. He's got to be six three or four. Right. Just for that choice, he is imposing and memorable. And my goodness, how. Th- the gifted are brought down. Yeah, and this is like turn of the century, if I'm not mistaken. You are right. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Lots of horses pulling carts mm-hmm. and some very nice little automobiles. Everything. It's just, it's, <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. Right. Costumes, everything. Yeah, I, that's why I like Martin Scorsese's new film. One of the reasons I love it. So, Killers of the Flower Moon, mm-hmm. because the production design and all of the accoutrements of the era are just, I just love Watching them. Yeah. So this is a tragedy, Mindy. So we have our doctor not remembering a thing. Nope. But how do you figure he he continues? He, um, that's a very good question. He just <laughs> he drifts away and somehow has the fortitude to live with not knowing. Yes. And strangely, and I, I'm sure it's true, even with his amnesia, he somewhere in his subconscious, he doesn't forget his skill as a surgeon. Yeah, his muscle memory's there, okay, but he that... do, he doesn't question why, per se. Right, he doesn't try to hunt down his past or anything. He just lives in the moment and accepts the fact that there are quote unquote odd things he can do because of his past, and doesn't just wanders about. It gave me a little bit of insight that I didn't have about amnesia. That it's not all-encompassing. There are parts of, what do you call it, muscle memory? Mm-hmm. That come forward. Right. And especially in this film where he's able to mend people. Mm-hmm. And I, I love every scene where he, he has to jump in. Yes. <laughs> Isn't it great? And he's so um, non... I mean, from the very beginning, one of the most important things about him is how not egotistical he is. 
Yeah. Oh, I mean, for a, a cutting edge <laughs> surgeon, he's always he wants to. There's a point where he helps a boy who's uh, crushed by a carriage on the street. Yep. And he helps him, even though he's not supposed to. He takes him to the yep. good hospital and that kind of thing. So he's he's all heart. He will contend that even though he has worked on and mended someone, that they need a doctor's attention. Yes. So he never will. You're, you're so he right. Takes he, his Hippocratic oath very seriously. <laughs> he, he never he never tries to be anything other than somebody who has the strange gift to help people, mm-hmm. and he does. Uh, one of the additions to this, it was originally a very popular novel in mm-hmm. Poland, and there's been two other films about it in really? Polish. Yeah, and they've added one thing to this that I think was a stroke of good luck uh-huh. to add, and that's his girlfriend. Oh yes, isn't she good? She's marvelous. Yeah. She's Oh my God, she's so wonderful. She's she's voluptuous in the absolute best sense of the countryside word. <laughs> she is, you know. She just she's just so earthy and lovely. He meets her. He basically gets picked up off, off the side of the street because her wagon wheel falls off. Yes, yes. And she ends up giving him a job and taking him home to her, her grain mill. <laughs> and her, she's just lovely. Zoska. Yeah. Very robust peasant, strong willed. She's just lovely and <laughs> soft and warm and, yeah, strong, everything. Every, She's yeah, just beautiful. You've you got to love the scene where she kicks the doctor out. <laughs> she says, this is not a barn, although you've got chickens walking yeah. all around. Yep, yep, yep. When he comes, the local doctor right. comes. Right. And she just she said, you had your chance. Yes. Now get out of here. Yes. And, and I said, i got to love that. And he truly has an affinity for her. Mm-hmm. And in his previous life, he wouldn't have even, well, he might have. But in that case, he would have never met her. Right, right. So it was under right. this circumstance. And when asked what he wants to do, where he wants to go, he just says, I want to stay here. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that lovely? I, it, it, it's so much about his ability to live in the moment. Yes, yes. So much of that. And that moment brings his daughter back to him. Yes. Well, you know, I, I have five daughters, so uh-huh. I, I am very sensitive to so many films in the last few years that have fathers searching for their daughters, mm-hmm. uh, especially in our superhero films. You'll find, uh, I remember one on, with Wolverine, looking for a daughter. Mm-hmm. And I find even science fiction, it always, it, not always, but it so frequently is about family and very specifically about fathers looking for daughters. Well, and the thing is, he doesn't remember her. It's like he remembers the feeling of having a daughter. Yes, yes, it, yes. It's my kind of, I mean, it, and it's nothing that's spoken about, but it's a look in his face sometimes that you can feel like his brain is putting together this yearning for something, but he doesn't know what it is. There's because one, he adored her when she was a little girl. There's one shot of a little girl picking up yeah. flowers. Yes. That I thought was very nicely done. Yes. And he doesn't say, oh my gosh, but... Mm-mm. There's something about it that catches his attention. And Zaska asks him, you know, well, ask him when he's looking at the the other, the central figure, which is is Mauricia, Mm -hmm. I think, his daughter. And there are two parts of the film, Mindy. Uh I think there's one of his survival and his trying to to come to terms with his amnesia, and then his daughter. Mm -hmm. It almost seems to me like it splits in half. Absolutely. Because she has this whole separate life. And I love how crafty she is. All she has left after her mother and stepfather dies is a piano. 
Yes, yes. So that's the only thing she has of value. So she she basically tells this this innkeeper she's going to give him the piano, but he doesn't play the piano. <laughs> but she says, oh, people will love listening to the piano, but uh, strangely, she plays the piano. <laughs> there are more than one antagonists mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Most prominent one would be the mother of the Count, would you say? Well, yes. Although initially, I, you think the Count's going to be one of them. Yes. You oh, I, very nice. Because we weren't sure about him at first. Yes. And, you know, my first reaction was I want him to get a chair hit in the head. <laughs> yes. The, the, the film also has a, a prominent affection for the battle of the classes. The, yes. The difference between the two. Because right in that town, you have a Count Baron. Mm-hmm. And, and his wife and his son. Right, yeah, and the son is a count. And you see almost very early in the film that there is a difference, uh, particularly when the count and his friend come into the, uh, into the pub. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you, you get an idea this is going to carry through, and it does. That whole class consciousness carries through as we begin to blend the two strains that I'm looking at, which is one of the doctor's survival and then the one of his daughter emerging mm-hmm. a little unbelievable yeah it happens to be in the same town as his daughter right it's not like a movie like you can't figure out what's going to happen next no it's no. not that kind of it's just <laughs> tender and sweet yes and it has that it, even improbable is that the doctor ends up in the town eventually that his daughter he gets to see his right. daughter there right these are both fabulous elements mm-hmm. but then we didn't say it was anything more than a romance no and when you think of Les Miserables and you think of Dr. Zhivago, among others, mm-hmm. well, there's an awful lot of improbability going on there. Yep. But we go into those films hoping for the romance that they have. And I am perfectly willing <laughs> to suspend my disbelief at the drop of a dime. <laughs> All right, Mindy McFan. Forgotten Love. Mm-hmm. Ingenious title, do you think? It's just right. <laughs> it's just The right. forgotten part. Is the doctor's amnesia. Yep. Yep. And love. There are several instances here of love. Yes, there are. Well, and it has multiple meanings. It's the amnesiac, forgotten <laughs> love. It's age, forgetting what love is alive in you. Oh, good. It's yes. The constraints of culture and wealth, forgetting that. I mean, you see that in the, the young count's parents who have forgotten how to love each other. They've forgotten how to love their son, you know. There's uh, all kinds of forgotten love that is in some ways rekindled or in some ways, at least people, like the, the, count, the father is made aware that his wife hasn't loved him in ages and finally he says, the heck with you. He says, you're not giving me orders anymore. Yeah. Yep. Because she wants the count, her son, to forget Mauricia. Mm-hmm. Is it really a barmaid? Now? And For, she wants him to forget his love. Yeah, right. And yeah. we know that's doomed. For her. Two of them are not doomed. Although you said, had mentioned earlier, and I think it was too, that initially when you see the Count, you say, oh, no, this playboy, yeah. forget it. This is not going to work with a substantial woman like Mauricia. But then you think he just wants to be loved. Oh, he, and he does a fine job. Reminding yes, me does. of the Prime Minister of Canada. Trudeau? Yes. Ah, Justin Trudeau. I could, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I really doesn't remind me of that. Yeah. <laughs> but he is a, well chosen as an actor, and the development of his love for Mauricia and her final acceptance of love mm-hmm. with him is really one of the fine love stories of the year. It's I so, thought. Yes, it's poignant. It's very poignant. I mean, Mauricia's no, no one to fool with. No. 
And no, she, she's she's <laughs> very much a survivor. You know. So she has to. I mean, she's fighting against the, the mother and father. The mother doesn't want her him her son, the count, to have anything to do with her. So she she, she gets your opprobrium mm-hmm. early. Yes. And things change for the better. Yes. Yeah. You know, for almost everybody, except Doctor Dubrinsky. Well, he deserved it, that <laughs> schmuck. <laughs> All right, so our our doctor uh, really should give his uh, really should give his uh, uh, Professor Raphael uh, Raphael Wilkser, otherwise known as Antoni Kusiba. Yeah, where the doctor gets hurt. There's one doctor who just resents him being yes. so talented and so good and kind. Yes, I mean, yeah, he can't he can't, he can't um, compete with him on either level. He can't compete with them as a surgeon, and he can't compete with them as being a good human being. So he resents him and hates him. He was, in and fact... doesn't rescue him. <laughs> yes. His associate, uh, although our doctor was his superior, he knew the brilliance of our doctor. And when he meets him again, he's such a snake. Yeah, he pretends he doesn't know me. Also, didn't save him when he was getting beat up in the alley when he got the amnesia. Well, there you he go. He walked away. Yeah. He left him to die. That was, um, I thought, a really devastating scene mm-hmm. where you have not only his associate, but a, a doctor right. watching right. this gang beat up on our protagonist. Yes. And then walking away. Mindy. Yeah. You know, you talk about violence as you could have in film. That, to me, is a silent violence that's unforgettable. Well, it's, I mean, it's amazing how low self-worth, how violent it can make you. Oh, Yes. So he's even brought in toward the end and can't even bring himself to save nope. his associate. Nope. But that's okay because eventually Mauricia and her father connect. And yet there is there's not an immediate recognition. We, we, well, she's completely different. She was like eight when he left. Yeah, if that. Yeah, yeah. We have a trial. Yeah. I know we're both very careful about not disclosing things, but... There's some things you have to talk about. We have a trial in which his identity is going to be an important part of that trial because it is apparently a really serious infraction to to be a quack. Yeah, practice license with um, practice medicine without going to school. Yeah, and on one hand, I understand that. Uh-huh. And uh, the trial is a great deal of showing his kindness, uh, but it still comes out of uh, the judge who I know you're not going to. Who reminded me so much of Robert De Niro? <laughs> An old. I mean, if you look at yes. De Niro now, you look at the judge they had there. I'm sure that one of the reasons they selected <laughs> him is that he was a perfect De Niro. So he's sitting up there and he's appreciating all the demonstrations mm-hmm. he's getting. But he says, "Look at the law. It's the law." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Mauricia, who has gradually begun to realize that perhaps this. Vagrant ersatz physician might be her father. Yeah, there are things at the end that I that that, that really <laughs> really dangle, <laughs> but they really test you and me in our romantic inclinations mm-hmm. because there's there's much more realism in you than in me. But both of us <laughs> both of us have to be realists in our professions. A couple of things that I find strange but acceptable in the romantic notion that how she. She realizes it's her father. Right. Now, even though this man might have been a doctor, it doesn't mean that he was her father. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But they stretch you. 
Yeah, but well, that's why I think that's why they had the little boy as a grown up that he had saved. Yes. So they had that kind of like backup. Yes, 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 yes. Here's where I think they borrow from the Western tradition very liberally uh, the, the, in the courtroom scene when Mauricia finally gets there. Isn't it typical? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> drive faster, she tells him. <laughs> and we say, to them, here we go. We know she's going to end up being there <laughs> just before the judgment is made. <laughs> no one's telling you this is a movie full of original tropes. It's not. But there is something so satisfying oh. of the, the usual. Oh, yes. You know, that you know, oh, they are going to get back together. Even the ending, you know. Yes. With the weddings, it was so... Uh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. It was very charming. Yep, and charming. V- <laughs> very romantic. Good word. And I'd have to say, but we have our, our touch of realism in the fact that the associate doctor never comes through for him. Mm-mm. Interesting turn when he suggests therapy. Yes. Including uh, electrolysis or whatever. <laughs> to get rid of more of your memory. <laughs> I say, okay. Just a snake not, band. Yeah, not everybody is going to be redeemed. <laughs> yes, redeemed is the word. This is one I'm, I'm sure you were aware. When the doctor suddenly realizes that doesn't compute with me no. at all. I don't think that's how it works. I don't. I don't even think this kind of an amnesia is a thing. You know? Oh, you do. You're right. Yeah. You know, you'd have to have your brain pretty darn rattled, like be in a coma to. <laughs> yeah. But I... movies love amnesia for some reason. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, it's you, one of the themes that I like is the discovery of the self. Mm-hmm. And movies do this very well. Yes. And I think you're right. A very uh, interesting way of doing it is just applying amnesia mm-hmm. and to allow them to work back to who they really are. Yeah. And to find along the way something else, as he found this, this uh, rural life very compatible with himself, which is the polar opposite of what he was experiencing Yeah, when he had his, his memory. Like it never occurs to you at the end of the movie that he's going to go back to the big hospital in the city. You know, you're right. You know. It doesn't. He's going to yeah. stay at his mill. He's going to stay at his mill. Helping and, people. Yeah, and he already has married a rural lady. Uh-huh. So that looks like it's a go. <laughs> and yes. Mauricia is going to go off with the Count. Yes, yes. And that puts her in a new life. Yes, it does. Which means that we have to redeem Mom somehow. Baby. Well, she does. <laughs> she, she's the one who remembers the scandal. That's true. Well, a nice touch for me is that she helps her son out. Yes. And even knowing at the end of the day, at the end of the day, she does. And yeah. I say to myself, "Well, is that just a corny romantic touch?" No, I'm not. I'm, I'm. I suspect that she's a better person than she's made out to be earlier in the film. Yeah, well, that and being stuck in that social structure, she was trying to protect her child. Yes, yes. He's yes. supposed to do this. He can't step out of that. Yes, yes. It's, oh boy, you know, a different world. It is a different world. Well, Mindy McFan. You were perfect, as you always are anyway, but you were perfect for this film called Forgotten Love. It's available on Netflix, and I can't think of anyone who would not eventually really love this movie. Mm-hmm. What's your advice? For oh, people? enjoy it. <laughs> I mean, cuddle up on the couch, Netflix and chill. It's perfect. Oh. And you know, you can almost any child, say above 10, mm-hmm. you could have there or... Any even of your bitter teens, you could corral them in there to look at this film. They're probably going to end up saying, hey, you know, that was a good film. It's beautiful. And we're always here to let our audience know. 
the the real skinny <laughs> on, on a, a great film that nobody else is going to talk about, knows about. Yeah. You can't even find anybody but me yeah. among the critics that you would know. So we're, we're really p- picking it out of the deep, and thank goodness to Netflix for having it. Yes, absolutely. Enjoy. Huh.